0: And it kind of just started happening. it. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel like, like, you know, when you when you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you. Like, I actually
2: feel a lot more um awake.
1: So, do you have any parts that you know that you'd like to? Get to know better or change your relationship with.
2: I've got um I've been putting on some weight lately, mm-hmm. and I've got this part that um is really it's just kind of like compulsive eating. And mm-hmm. I um I tried working with it a little bit on my own in the past, and I got the feeling that um you know, it's like a deep survival instinct. Like I'm going to die if I don't, you know, keep stuffing my face. Um, Even though I was never short of food growing
3: up or anything. Mm -hmm. So I want to try and work with that one today. Okay.
1: And I mean, you could say more about how it shows up and, and when and where, or if you want, if you already feel like you can identify, where it is where that part shows up in or around your body
3: um generally
2: i mean it only usually comes up while i'm eating and it's mostly like i just need to keep putting food in my mouth and so i would say it's a really like
3: orally mm-hmm. focused Okay. So, yeah, just see if you can kind of turn your attention towards it now as a part. And just check in with how you're feeling towards it as you notice it. It's weird because, you know, when I am eating and I'm, can feel myself, you know, with, I guess what you would call this part, um, it feels almost like
2: it's panicked about it,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: which, you know, makes me feel like, you know, just like that compulsion, um, But otherwise, you know, I don't like how, you know, on the other end, after the fact, you know, I've put on five pounds.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: So that's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, would you say that there's like. A part
0: of you that wants to. You know, get rid of this part or
3: or push it away? Um, I would say so.
1: Yeah, okay. So if you can, just try to turn your attention to that part, the one that wants to push it away and see if you can ask it for space just in this conversation just for a little while while you get to know this part that
3: drives you to eat like that. getting any response from it? I'm trying to. I've been having trouble with visualization lately.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, don't, you know, don't, um, don't try to force it. We're just, yeah. just any parts that are, you know, you have this part that has this overeating tendency or this kind of compels you to do that. And then I imagine you have lots of parts that are responding to that right there's there's mm-hmm. a panicky feeling there's a want it to go away there's maybe this this guilt or or whatever afterwards when you're mm-hmm. done you know and so we want to get we want to get all of those parts to just relax and soften just so we can get to know this part and so they don't they don't have to vanish they don't have to really do anything except just settle a little bit
3: and see if we can get them to allow us some space to talk to this part. It's funny because I haven't had lunch yet and I'm starting to feel a little hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> any movement there i'm still just trying to focus on the part but i think
2: when we get moving i can get a little yeah. better focus yeah, well, and
1: i think ultimately the question is are you feeling curious about this part do you want to get to know it in an open way
3: i, I do
2: usually um i noticed last time i was working with my therapist um with the part i was able to discover with her um it took a little while for me to get more into mm-hmm. that self-energy sure and then after you know i hit that point it was smooth sailing but it mm-hmm. <laughs> took some build-up to get there
1: mm-hmm. is there anything that you know that works for you to help you get to that place with this part or any part
2: Oh well, if I see a crying child it...
1: <laughs> yeah i have I have it's a similar
2: similar reaction, yeah, when I mm-hmm. see
1: any child i get i get into some self energy there,
2: yeah, it really brings out my um my maternal parts, and mm-hmm. that's a really smooth segue,
0: yeah.
2: And I think when I was trying to see this part a minute ago, I did see some little figure kind of hunched over, a little bug-eyed.
3: Yeah, so just do anything you can to deepen your access to that part. Let it know that you're curious about it, that you just want to get to know it a little better. And then try asking it what it wants you to know. Not getting much communication yet. Okay.
1: So this might help to put yourself in that scenario. Think about maybe the last time you were in this kind of
3: place of of overeating. And see if you can kind of conjure that feeling I know that carbs and stuff really trigger this part, too. Because mm-hmm. I really love carbs. usually mm-hmm. I, I want to stuff my face with mashed potatoes and rice. hmm
1: There might be a scenario in which you're feeling more that more that way than than other times. There might mm-hmm. be something that kind of provokes it, and so. Just see if you can kind of think back on a recent time when that felt like that was, you know, triggered or or really up for you. See if you
3: can kind of uh, re-sense what that was like. Maybe again, going back
1: to the sensations in the body, is there, you know, do you feel like you're being pushed or pulled or or some, some vibe or some color or some energy that you're feeling when that's happening? Yeah, it's,
2: it is like my, I just keep putting, you know, my hand just keeps moving even when, you know, some other part of me is just like, no, stop like we are full.
3: Yeah. It's just like hand to mouth. Mhm. And so again when you're focusing on that part how are you feeling towards it? Just right now. Kind of just like I wish I could stop. Mhm. Yeah. That makes sense. And it's like I know that, you know, physically I have control over my body, but it's just that
2: Compulsion is so strong sometimes. Yeah. I go back for seconds when I really am already full.
1: Yeah. Maybe we should hear from that part that that wishes you could stop, or that part that wants to push back on it so much.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, if that's if that's at the front of your mind, or if that's getting your attention or doesn't want to step back doesn't want you to be curious and and open to this part (laughs) which is fine we can can
3: get to know it a little bit so what else does it have to say what else does it want you to know The vibe I got was that we're going to get fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the message this part sending you. Yeah. Yeah. And. What's the fear behind
0: that?
1: What's it? What's it afraid of happening? If. If that were to happen, if it didn't get your attention that way, if it didn't say, hold on, we're going to get fat.
3: anything getting lost something but nothing directly verbal yet just Mm -hmm. the kind of a like a vaguely female voice Mm -hmm. Yeah, just let it know that you're that you you feel you can feel it that you'd like to hear more that you're open to whatever it wants to tell you about that and that you want to understand it. anything It's weird because I just now kind of heard then we'd be ugly, mm-hmm. which has never been like a super, well,
2: it's been a concern for me in the past, but never anything that like dominated my thoughts. So it's interesting that I
1: got that. It is interesting. Does it make sense to you that this part feels that way?
3: I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just let it know that makes sense to you. Now that I think about it, now that that comes up, I have been having—we've
2: <laughs> actually been having some self-confidence issues since I have put on the weight. When mm-hmm. I make that connection, now it makes sense.
1: Yeah, this part is—is—is is, is noticing that, and and wants to avoid that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, see if you can show it some appreciation for its intention. Doesn't want you to feel that way. And you might let it know that your intention is to get to know it, but it's
0: also to get to know this other part that that it's in this tension with. And hopefully
1: through getting to know them, you'll be able to respond in the ideal way and give them what they need and take some of the burden away from them so
3: they don't have to work so hard. Mm
1: Is there anything else you're noticing, or that your intuition is is telling you to go towards? I, I'm I'm doing a lot of talking, and I just don't want to.
2: No, you're fine. Take
1: take you off a, a trail if you're on it.
2: You're good. Um, I was thinking about how that first part, the overeating part, is really connected to my mouth, mm-hmm. and the part that's worried about gaining weight and being unattractive is really focused on my belly
3: so Mm -hmm. yeah and if if you
1: have this part's attention and you want to keep going with it a little bit you could try asking what it's afraid of like what would be so bad about
3: that what would be so bad about it said you being ugly What's the concern behind that? Man. (laughs) It said
1: that no one will love us. There you go.
2: Which is just so extreme.
1: Okay, just stay with it, though. Okay. It's extreme, but does it make sense to you? Can you see why this part Mm -hmm. feels that way?
3: I do, but it's just like, I never
2: actually think that far. I think, you know, only as far as,
1: you know, Mm -hmm. my romantic partner is concerned. Okay, but that's the experience that this part's having, so.
2: Right, yeah.
1: And it came from somewhere, right? hmm And I just want to validate for you that, though that might feel extreme or feel like, well, where did that come from? I think that that's, that's always the exile. That's, that's what's behind all of our protective parts, is oh, yeah. the fear of not being loved.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's... That's why they're all so busy.
3: Oh yeah, I've met a couple exiles, right? Um, and they mm-hmm. always, you
2: know, whenever I s- am able to make contact, visual contact with a part that's either an exile or exile adjacent, it they they always just look so freaked out all the yeah. time.
1: Yeah. So this part is trying to protect you and, and protect that exile or keep that, or keep that feeling away
3: mm-hmm.
1: so that you don't have to go around thinking, Oh, I might not be loved. Right. It, it wants to prevent all that. So again, just if you can just show it, appreciation for that
3: job that it's doing. You might ask it how long it's been doing that job or if it likes doing that job. I don't think it likes doing that job.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. It's not a pleasant feeling and
2: that was just sort of an immediate response I got to that.
1: Yeah. What would it rather be doing with its energy if it didn't have to do that job?
3: I got the image of me drawing as a kid. Like in elementary school. Yeah. Anything else? I mean... I mean, I kind of got a creative vibe at first and then it showed me that because I used to draw all the time. You know, I kind of phased out of it after high school but um yeah no that's about it as far as that goes how old does this part think that you are you can just ask it and wait for the answer I had to ask a couple times, and it just kept saying eight over and over. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's is that about the same as the scene where you see yourself uh, drawing?
2: I mean, somewhere around that age. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. I don't even remember what like grade I was when I was eight.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, second grade, maybe.
2: Okay. Yeah. That. Seems about right because I was thinking uh, about. I was thinking of my intermediate school, which is third to fifth grade. So, Mm. but I was thinking much closer to third grade. Uh huh. Was the image I got.
3: Go ahead and update it on your real age. Just let it know that you're not eight anymore. have any responses to that yeah it's given me that feeling
2: like when you're 15 years old and you think that you know oh my god a 23 year old you're so old it's given me that kind of feeling uh
0: huh yeah yeah.
2: it's like kind of a wow it's been a long time I guess yeah
1: Yeah. you got a a whole lot of new tools that you didn't have when you were eight.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: New understandings. Yeah.
2: And I'm not working out 16 hours a week like I was when I was eight years old. And that's, you know, why I've been putting on the weight. And it's been, mm-hmm. you know, nagging me to go work out. I need to be active. But then <clears throat> I also have a very... Lossful part that just wants to lay around and doesn't want to get up, doesn't want to get dressed, yeah. doesn't want to go to work, and that's definitely uh, in big conflict there as well. Yeah,
1: I wonder if it was around that age, around eight, when you might have started feeling more pressure to look a certain way or you know, getting more cognizant of how do I look and how am I supposed to look and what's ugly and that becoming more important. I mm-hmm. guess yeah, cause
2: I kind of knew I was a little bit of a funny looking kid. I didn't really fit in with much of anyone else um, mm-hmm. until I started getting older. But I, I mean, I never had much concern around my own body image until you know, in my mid to late teens. Mm-hmm. But that's just because, like I said, I've, I was always working out 16, 20 hours a week.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, gymnastics is a really active sport.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Once they are running around and strength training.
0: Yeah.
1: So this is the protector part that's, that was saying, don't eat or you'll get you'll get fat, you'll get ugly. It has something to do with something coming online at, at eight or it had some image of you at eight, and it is a protector part that um, I'm guessing really doesn't like this this part of you that is
0: compelled to eat. All right
3: and it's
2: not eating period that's an issue it's just the overeating Mm -hmm. once you reach that point where you're like okay i've probably had enough and then you eat a little more and you're like okay now i feel full but then it just gets into i just keep stuffing my face
1: yeah overeating yeah Mm -hmm. while you have this part's attention is there anything that it would like for you to do? Is there anything it wants from you going forward?
3: It wants me to work out. All right. Moderate my eating a little better. Mm-hmm.
1: And how would it feel about you Working with these other parts, whether it's the part that overeats or if there's this perhaps exile that feels like it won't be loved. How does it feel about you working with those parts in a similar way?
3: Yeah, we'll be okay with it. Cool. Well, I would say thanks to that part for sharing all of that and it's a lot of a lot of insight already, it sounds like. Oh yeah. And if you Can want, I... go mm-hmm. ahead. What were you gonna I was just gonna s I was just gonna say I am... Um we gave it a little
2: hug and a kiss on the forehead yes. and it was about the, <laughs> about the size of an intermediate schooler, an elementary schooler, yes. and I, you know, said,
0: go play. And it ran off.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. So I'll leave, I'll leave it up to you now. Um, you know, we could, we could call it a day and, and pick this up again another time, or if you want, we could try now to jump back to that first uh, part that you would you know, originally come with which is this mm-hmm. overeating part.
2: Right.
1: And just see if you um, are able to make contact with it.
3: I would like to try. Great. So we'll go back to
1: the again kind of Noticing the feeling that comes up when it's active, how that feels around your body, in
3: your body. Doing anything you can Mm -hmm. to deepen your access to it.
2: I don't know if you've heard it in the last 10 minutes, but my stomach's been starting to grow and it's starting to... Kick up a little bit, I think.
3: Uh huh.
2: Because I'm getting
3: hungry. It wants food. Uh huh. So, see if you can just let it know
0: you're curious about it. You'd like to get to know it. You'd like to see it. You'd like to understand it.
3: Invite it to the conversation. See what it wants you to know. Just ask it. I'm still having trouble trying to be verbal with this part. You mm-hmm. have to see if it'll respond.
2: Somehow else, because I know typically I can either focus visually or auditorily. And I have only had one instance ever where I've gotten both at the same time.
3: And with the last part, I had to focus on audio only. Mm -hmm. Yeah, however, however you can do it. Mm -hmm. Now I'm getting the image of
2: my stomach being all caved in when I'm I'm trying to focus on my
3: stomach, but because I'm hungry, but this one's like worried about starving. Yeah. Stay with that. Right. Worried about starving. Yeah. Oh yeah. That got a strong response. Yeah, it's really anxious about that. Okay, just let it know that you see that. You see that anxiety. You feel it. I'm having to think outside the box a little now because usually when I
2: visualize I'll visualize internally but this one is responding better when I'm
3: thinking about looking down at my stomach outwardly Uh, mm -hmm. but it's responding so what else does it want you to know about it, about its situation, about its concerns. It just keeps showing me like bone imagery. Yeah. Link, linked with like being a skeleton, I guess. Mm hmm. So I guess you. It's
1: for-
3: I'm, I'm interpreting that as it's worried about
2: literally fading away
1: yeah And are you okay with it showing you that
0: like just in this moment mm-hmm. do you feel alright with that
2: in getting to know the part yeah
0: Mm-hmm. great just let it know that you're you're picking up what it's putting down you would like to know more
3: you're okay with what it has to show you stay curious. I asked her if we could meet up inside as in like Visualize internally, and it was resistant to that for some reason. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I just really just focused on making sure I don't starve.
1: Yeah, just see what else you can learn about that. What's you know, you said that you haven't really faced that right in your life, mm-hmm. like lack of food access so see what else you can learn about that fear what's the what's the fear behind what's what other
0: fears are connected or or
3: see what else you can learn about that fear what's behind it (laughs) I actually like mentally pulled away a
2: curtain And I saw, like, again, me as a kid, like, running on a treadmill. So I think this is about my metabolism when I was younger. Okay. And that's, like, the whole vibe I've been getting, and it just sort of
3: solidified now.
1: Okay. Yeah, see if you can just stay with that.
0: Just stay with that image. See what else you notice
3: about it. I walked up to the kid on the treadmill, and the kid on the treadmill is crying. (laughs) Okay, what's going on there? Now this little kid is worried about. Getting in trouble with the coaches if it stops running on the treadmill. Yeah, does that make sense to you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let her know that you see that. That's really hard, really tough situation to be in. It was tough. See see if you can figure out what if there's anything else she's worried about any other concerns that she has she can show you I'm trying to get this part to i'm trying to convince this part to
2: step off the treadmill that it's okay and i just i just the visual keeps bouncing around my old gym
1: yeah i would stay with it just trying to understand it you know before you before you do any convincing you want to let it <sighs> convince you let it let it show you what what it feels what it thinks what is what its world is like, what it's
3: afraid of. Because the gym was its own whole world. It
2: was like the size of a a warehouse, basically, a small warehouse. And so that was quite literally its own
3: whole world in there. So when you say that that hits home a little bit. So, any other? What are the other concerns that this part has? There's the coaches being mad. The only other word that's coming to mind is overworking. Mm-hmm. Yeah overworking myself yeah and burning all
2: those calories when i was younger i always had the not always but often i had the image in my mind of like i would eat four meals a day mm-hmm. and i would always you know four hours of hardcore gym practice and um i would sort of visualize all the food i'd eaten all the energy i'd gained from it being burned away and I guess sort of emptying the gas tank Mm -hmm. so now that other part makes a whole lot more
0: sense
3: yeah is this
0: part aware of you or does it know who you are
3: can you show it your age was able to pick up the part
2: and it was so strange because I saw me when I was
3: closer to like six years old, like five or six. When I asked it, how old do you think I am? And it said six. Mm -hmm.
2: And when I'm trying to tell it that I'm older now.
3: It's just kind of like not getting the message. Yeah. But you feel like you're in a good space being with it as it is now? Yeah. I mean, your your feelings towards it are... Still... Curious compassionate. Oh yeah, yeah Well, you might ask just
1: what else it can wants to show you about that time? Anything that it can show you that would help for it to trust you or help you understand
3: what it's dealing with. Just getting more imagery from around the gym at different
2: points.
0: Mm-hmm. And about what age
3: is this part, or was the was the gym experience starting? Well, I mean, I was at that gym from the time I was probably about six years old until I was like. 14.
1: Uh huh. So, this is like extra.
3: It was a long time.
2: And
1: And this (laughs) is all like outside of school, like extracurricular. Yeah. Uh
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it was really intense because from third grade until ninth grade, I was competitive. And that was a lot of work. A lot of practice. That was the 16 hours a week.
0: That's a lot
3: of work. It is a lot of work. I don't know how I would manage it these days. It's a lot for a kid. So just see if you can just keep showing that part. That you see that and you feel that. that it's a lot. I'm having a little conversation updating this part and
2: about my life and my boyfriend. And she asked, it was really cute. She was like, and you're going to get married. I was like, yeah, we're going to get married. It was really cute. And then I said, we're not at the gym anymore and haven't been for about eight years. And She was like, the coaches were mean. I was like, yeah, the coaches are mean. (laughs) That's why we're not there anymore.
1: How would she feel about, how would she
0: feel about you going back in that time with her and maybe talking to the coaches or doing anything? In
3: any, memory?
1: Or yeah, physically if you were going to, to the gym? If you were to, in memory, just right now to, okay. to, and again, this is if, if, if she would like to go back in I'm, that time... Because I had
2: to, when you said that, I was thinking like, go back to gym. And I had actually tried that once and it, like the thought of it <laughs> made me panicky.
1: No, that's not what I'm suggesting. I'm yeah. suggesting to take her out of the gym, but first to go back there and to do for her what she needed. If the coaches were mean,
3: what did she need someone to do for her? And see if you can go do that for her now. When I asked her what she wanted, she said she wanted to stop.
2: And then when I rephrased and said, what did you need? Not just want, but need. And she pointed over to, there used to be a big uh, wall mirror by the Mm -hmm. floor where we would do our tumbling and routines and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we just started doing this drill, just jumping up on like one of the, I guess, blocks that we had. Mm -hmm. And I'm asking her, why are we doing these? And she said repetition,
3: but I'm confused because we did a lot of repetition. Mm -hmm.
1: Is there anyone that she would like for you to talk to? And if she doesn't have a necessary answer for this, this can be something that you decide, you know, she doesn't have to participate in it necessarily. So this is kind of a, there's a lot of ways to do this. Maybe it's something she needs to see you do. Maybe it's something she needs to see you say. Maybe it's something that she doesn't want to see you do or say, but there are things that you can
0: Go back and have a little bit of a do-over mm. and if it's saying something to a coach
1: saying something to a parent uh, I mean when I was with my nine-year-old part we just dynamited the whole school you know <laughs> <laughs> we, we got the good people out but you know there was a
2: <laughs> That's hilarious, but I think, um I think I might have had another part that wanted to do something sort of of that caliber as well. I can't remember off the top of my head. but
1: yeah, just just stay with this part, see what yeah. it is that she needed so that she didn't
3: have these feelings. what what did she need someone to do with her or for her and you be that person for her not getting much more answer on that okay but i i had asked because
2: the conversation in my mind had sort of shifted mm-hmm. and so i asked are you the same part as the girl that was on the treadmill and she kind of hesitated and her head no and i was like can we go visit that one and she said yeah and we walked over to the room and i wasn't seeing the other part Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and so I just sort of asked I guess to the room you know what do you need and I saw like me at three different ages like I guess six eight and like 14 when I
3: quit and I was just like whoa and they all are just kind of
2: Need help about it was what they said.
3: It's yeah, like the one answer that her. they
2: all said, yeah.
0: That's right. That's right.
2: And then I and then I hugged my fourteen year old because I was like, I know you're so uncomfortable in that leotard. And yeah. we put her in some more comfortable clothes and <sighs>
3: sat down on the floor and that was that.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: they all need help about it. Mm. So, I never realized when I was younger how,
2: you know, much, how negatively, you know, it had impacted me until God, probably about three or four years ago now.
1: Yeah. And it's still impacting them. They're still stuck. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: And,
1: that's still their world.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: So I would I would say that's the way forward is exactly what you discovered is working with each of those parts. Understanding mm-hmm. each of their needs, because I'm sure the six year old had different had different struggles than the eight year old and had different struggles than the fourteen year old. Right. and they all have their different needs um, mm-hmm. and they need you to be again when you think about doing those do-overs they needed something from someone and so taking the time to go back and show them now that you're that person that you have that love for them and that time for them and that you're willing to Take that time and to understand what they need, what they want,
3: and to do those things for them
1: That would be the process, and I'm mm-hmm. happy to to do that with you you know and over time, I mean that's going to take takes time to do all that. Oh, yeah, but. Uh,
3: I'm enjoying it. Thanks. It's, I didn't, I didn't, you
2: know, I always go into session, even with my therapist, not knowing if or how much I'm going to uncover and it always surprises the hell out of me.
1: Me too. Yeah, and you end up in some place and then you're like, "Wait, what did this have to do with?" But but then right. you can but then you can see as you look back, you go, oh, right. I can see what and it has to do with that.
2: And it makes you know. sense later. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like with the girl on the treadmill and that just like all of a sudden just it made so much sense.
1: Yeah. So while you have them there, let them know that that's your wish for them and that's your intention is to return to be with each of them individually and to give them what they
3: need and to get to know them.
1: Maybe ask if there's any other, if there's anything else that they want you to know now, or if there's any other parts that have any other questions or concerns about your work here.
3: My 14-year-old,
2: you know, I knelt down to the two younger ones and I said, I'm going to meet with you later. And the 14-year-old, I just sort of stood up and looked them in the eye and just had to hug them because I knew they were going to start crying because I was so emotional all the time. And, you know, at the time, I was just so uncomfortable yeah. At gym, but I was too scared of, I guess, disappointing my parents. That you, you know, go. I didn't tell them I wanted to quit for about a
0: year, year and a half.
1: Yeah, it's a lot to carry.
0: Yeah, there's just so much going on.
1: I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's tough. It's tough enough just being 14 without gym, without,
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. without school. Being-
1: you know. <laughs> oh being a
2: teenager was the toughest shit i ever been through yeah. I'm, I'm 23 now and everyone is just like oh i you know all the older adults i talked to is at the time they were like oh high school it's the best four years of your life and wow. at the time and still now i was like no it was the worst four years of my life what are you talking yeah. about yeah me too I'm, I'm living my best life now i've got a Wonderful man that I'm living with, and we've been together for three and a half years. And you know, we plan to get married at some point. I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm so stable now emotionally. I'm getting financially stable, and it's just this that's is right. the best years of my life.
1: That's right. And now you have that's right. You have that surplus energy and and love, and you have your head up now that you can go back and. Leave no
3: part behind. Oh, yeah. Mm. Great. Okay. Well, any questions
1: for me? Any uh, feedback or anything? Uh,
2: When do we meet next?
1: (laughs) Sure, sure. (laughs) I'd love to um, do it again as soon as you want. Uh, you got that booking link. You can just use that.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: I'd love to Love to chat.
2: Yeah. I'd um, love to revisit sometime soon because I know my 14-year-old needs it.
0: <laughs>
1: Great.
2: Other than that, no, I feel like it's a really good stopping place too.
1: Great. Cool. Yeah.
2: Well, love. thank you.
1: Yeah, nice meeting you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was great meeting you. Thank you.
1: I hope you have
4: a great rest of your day and talk to you soon.
2: Yeah, you have a great one, all
4: right? All right, bye. All right, bye. Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Ivan, for your care and diligence in editing the calls, to every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts, and to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over.